0: Welcome to this week's episode of Whiskey and Mash. This week's episode of Whiskey and Mash, my name is Chris Pullen.
1: And my name is Gloria Ackerman.
0: My watch is telling me I need to get up and move. I don't, <laughs> well, it's not watching, happening now. I've been watching Mash. It's more important <laughs> than walking. This week we'll be looking at uh, Season 10 Episode, uh, According to the Disc, 6, Communication Breakdown, and Season 10 Episode 7, Snap Judgment. Now, Snap Judgment is the first part... Of uh, the, the two-part episode snap judgment snap your judgment and I didn't realize that until after we had watched the episode So we're just gonna do snap judgment this week and then we'll start with snap your judgment next week right. So This is we, we usually do two parters together uh, uh, this week due to Lack of foreplanning on my part. We're gonna be doing part one of the two parts snap judgment snap your judgment this week. And we're leaving
1: you with a cliffhanger.
0: Sure. Yeah. Okay. Sure. (laughs) Uh, Communication breakdown.
1: Communication breakdown. Well, Clinger's yelling mail call. It's that time again. But, all second class mail has Been lost. They don't know where it is, so they're Mm -hmm. not getting any second class Mm -hmm. mail. So there's nothing to read. There is no magazines. There's no newspapers. People are going crazy. They get their letters, Mm -hmm. which is great. So they get their first class mail, Mm -hmm. but they're not getting any
0: news. Look, the best I can track it down, it might have all ended up in North Dakota
1: (laughs) instead of North Korea,
0: or was Uh, it South Dakota rather than? Anyway,
1: anyway, Potter said commented that he went 19 Saturdays with no post. Um,
0: Thank you, Colonel. That story <laughs> never ceases to amaze. Uh,
1: Winchester's sister Noria sends him many newspapers, and we'll find out what happens with that. Different weeks, though, like not different papers. It's all the Boston Globe. Globe. Right. So that is the first part of what's happening. The second one, um, you see a Korean patient, and he starts yelling, "I go, I go," and. Um, Hawkeye explains that that is Korean for ouch. So he's saying he's in pain and he's learned you can tell he doesn't trust the doctors whatsoever. Then the police come in, the Korean police come in waiting to take their prisoners, which he is one of. And you can clearly see that the two know each other. Mm -hmm. Well, find out later on that that's his brother. Um, he gives information and you see what happens to there so the two stories are korean brothers and why are they both on different sides we'll talk about that and what happens with no second-class mail yeah. i wish we would not get second-class mail for a while <laughs> so, really well what comes in the mail my paper's delivered it's mm-hmm. not mailed i don't get any magazines I, yeah. all we get is that junk mail the second class mail anyway so um yeah winchester got papers from from his sister noria and he got one week's worth it sounds like and he wanted to read each day separately in peace and quiet and just you know how you haven't had something to read in a long time and you just want that time but of course he didn't do a very good job of hiding it and nope. when Ch- or, um, Hawkeye and BJ found out
0: yeah mm-hmm. and he
1: said he would give them the paper right after but then they get called to OR and he leaves his paper sitting on his bed so that's his own fault right it now. really
0: is no I agree um yeah
1: yeah he comes back from OR and there's father Mulcahy reading his mm-hmm. paper
0: oh major I was walking by, and I happened to see the paper lying on your bunk, and I just couldn't help myself but to read it.
1: He was awful nice to Father Mulcahy. Is he always that nice to Father Mulcahy?
0: Well, uh, I think he was that nice because, A, don't be mean to a priest. Okay. Because, as we have heard in uh, other episodes, that's a sure way to hell, according to Colonel Potter. But, B, I think he was just trying to as politely as he could get father inside the tent where people were less likely to see the paper you know just like yeah he wanted oh yes that's fine let's go inside
1: but it's so nice out here i think no, I'll just let sit let's,
0: here. let's ah. go and have some tea
1: oh tea okay then i will but then margaret catches him
0: yeah yeah and uh so i think he was trying to just
1: hide the paper
0: mm-hmm. as night in as nice a way as he could and it just didn't happened
1: and everyone came up saw the paper mm-hmm. and they all wanted to read it and then they found out he has more papers and yeah. he put a condition I'm going to read one paper at a time then I will let it out yeah. well there was a paper missing yeah <laughs> Wouldn't you know it there was what was it mm-hmm. May 5th yeah was missing yeah and so he went on the PA system and Tore everyone a new one, actually. He said, until I get that paper back, you don't get any papers. So people started to mess with him. And they took his (laughs) robe when he was in the shower. Mm -hmm. And luckily, he had the paper with him a different day. Mm. And uh, what else did they do to him? They took all of his stuff. Yeah. Left him with one little Korean... Kimono.
0: Well, no, that it was wasn't long enough. That was his.
1: Yeah, they left him with just that.
0: Oh, they left. I thought you meant that they left that in the shower. Okay, no, no I see they what you're left
1: yeah. him with that is all he owned, mm-hmm. and if he bends over,
0: he, it yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, um, do are you looking something up there?
0: I am. Um, the the Boston. Globe is an actual newspaper, and I was just trying to figure out if there was actually uh, a a paper that didn't get delivered on 6 May, or 5 May, 1952. Ah. Yeah. So, I'm looking that up while you talk. Okay, sounds good. Um,
1: Hawkeye was a little depressed, because, you know, he didn't get his nude volleyball magazine (laughs) (laughs) yeah so you know what's he going to do with life
0: um
1: you know everyone okay let's talk a little bit about the soldiers while you're looking that up unless you're almost
0: No, yeah go for it
1: okay um hawkeye was tending to a korean man and that's when the police came in and they're they were saying, you know, we need our prisoners. Let us know when they're ready to go. And the two men caught eyes and you could clearly see that there was something going on. But then the police
0: they, they, recognized, they each
1: recognized each other. They recognized each other. Yeah. The police one of the Koreans. I believe that was South Korea, right? And the other one was North Korean.
0: The the one in the bed was North Korean. North Korean.
1: And the police one was South Korean. And he yeah. raised his butt of his gun like he was going to hit him.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, he had to... Um... He
1: had to prove or make it look like he hated him. Mm-hmm. So that the other police knew that he was... Um, you know, didn't think something was up. Mm-hmm. He later discusses with gets Hawkeye alone and discusses that that is his brother Mm -hmm. and he has kidney problems from a child So he from childhood so he wanted to make sure that Hawkeye knew about his kidney problems and Hawkeye's like well how did this happen? Mm -hmm. and he said his father sent one to North Korea and one to South Korea so at least one of them would be on the winning side Mm -hmm. one would be on the losing side rather than both being on the losing side or that way, at, they had a fifty-fifty shot, which doesn't really make sense, but does.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and then he mentioned because his brother was so cold to everyone, he said we were taught to hate all Americans, um, and that's why he didn't tell him about the bad kidneys because Hawkeye was concerned. Well, why didn't he mention he has bad kidneys? Mm-hmm. And he's he said there's such a distrust that we don't like Americans and we were taught that way and raised that way. So um let's see. Bad Kenny on Winchester.
0: Uh yeah. It, it's interesting how Winchester decides to go about okay. his little uh, kind of revenge on camp. Um he he uh did you mention he got on the pa at 3 yes. a.m oh, oh no i didn't mention yeah. that and
1: he was so angry about this missing paper mm-hmm. he kept doing different things but then people would do revenge so it was it was always one-upsmanship mm-hmm. and one of the things that he did was three in the morning started playing a little kid song um yeah and they stole, like I said, stole all his things. And we find out actually they were laughing in the tent. So,
0: oh yeah. So
1: Winchester hooked up the tent to the back of a tractor, and because they were all laughing inside the mess tent, and he was going to pull it down, and you could hear them laughing and saying, you know, ha ha, look what we did. In fact, Father Mulcahy mentioned. You know this has to end soon because I have no place to pray. He had all of um, Winchester's stuff, so actually mm-hmm. Father Mulcahy was way in on this one. Yeah. Um, so he tied the mess tent, the main pole, up to the back of a tractor or truck, jeep. Jeep. And um, Potter stopped him, looked him in the eye, and said, "No, this is going to end," and explained that there is a missing page in the pay or missing day. They did mm-hmm. not deliver the paper on May 5th because there was... Uh, I made an error. Blossomwood was not delivered because of a trucker's strike. Mm-hmm. So...
0: Which I cannot confirm right now.
1: Okay. So they said there was a trucker's strike on that day. It wasn't delivered. He said if you would have read that, you would have known. He left the Jeep there, went off, Potter made him apologize, and then Potter began to read... <laughs> About little Abner, who apparently marries a girl who says "I does."
0: Yeah, I don't remember the so her name, but yeah, um, apparently the comic was well known to a lot of people. But as he's reading it, uh, Charles is in his in Potter's office in his kimono, oh, yeah. his shorty short kimono, and you see Potter look over and go over the PA, major. Close. close your robe
1: and Margaret I thought she was gonna die laughing It yeah. was so funny mm-hmm. so um, then the two brothers they figured out a way they pretended that one brother was dying
0: like going into shock like or going, something and yeah. they
1: needed blood right away what type yeah. of blood are you I'm type A well yeah. come on you're coming with us we're gonna yeah. save this patient I think he's gonna die they pretended to hook them up like they taped mm-hmm. the um, needles to the outside of their arms and they hooked them up together and let them talk as they stood in the mm-hmm. way of people looking in the window at them. So they could talk and say whatever they needed to say and get away with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Tell your brother he's fine. And anything else you want to know.
1: And then they stood in, like, right in the way so the people looking in the window watching them couldn't see that they were talking, which I thought was pretty brilliant. And. Um, I sl- yeah. he's still going to be taken away as a prisoner. But yeah,
0: but at least now they get a chance to talk before. Right. Yeah, before that happens, which is nice.
1: Okay, but, so that's pretty much everything that happened in that episode. Was there yeah. something else that you want to?
0: Um, I just yeah, I thought it was very cute that um, it was in fact the senior officers who stole all of Charles' stuff. And I the the line between B.J. and Winchester when Winchester gets back and all of his stuff is gone. cut what happened? <laughs> oh, Charles, <laughs> some people were here for you, but I made sure they didn't touch a single one of your newspapers. And, and there's his... just a stack of his newspapers on the floor. It's great.
1: It was hilarious. Yeah. That was yeah. That had to be my favorite part.
0: That yeah, you know, and um, yeah. What what are some of the other
1: well, the three A M P A stealing his robe, taking mm-hmm.
0: all his um. Oops. Um, a, a factoid in the in the IMDb for this, the headline on the supposed Daily Boston Globe: Lee quits U N to help bring Korean peace. It refers to. Trivi Lee, Secretary General of the United Nations, from 1 February 1946 until his resignation, which he announced on 10 November 1952, American newspapers went to press with the story the next day. So, um, that title would have occurred on like 11 November 1952, not in May. So, um, a real real event from the 1950s not a uh not not, a date not not the right date yeah so that's interesting which also you know just leads me to think that yeah the the trucker strike probably not a probably not (laughs) but that's okay um and then the episode ends winchester has made his peace Uh, and Igor keeps the mess open so he can get something to eat. And Winchester's the only one in there. He's eating. As Igor leaves the mess tent, there's Klinger. And, uh, Igor, what's this Jeep doing here?
1: I can't believe people expect me to pick up everything for them.
0: Some people just think this is a parking lot. So he gets in the Jeep and starts driving away. And, of course...
1: The mess tent comes down on... Ah!
0: on charles it's just fantastic his
1: face was hilarious
0: yeah yeah um so that was communication breakdown let's see here uh fun facts there's a scene between winchester and nurse kelly when she's saying major winchester do you understand japanese no i do not lieutenant And then she says something to the effect of, you look ridiculous in that kimono. (laughs) She bows to him. Uh, When she speaks Japanese, they use subtitles. This is the only time the show would use them. Guest stars recurring cast. We had Byron Chung as Lieutenant Yuk, James Saito as Park, Jeff Maxwell reprising his role as Igor Straminsky, Kelly Nakahara reprising her role as Kelly, Quang Ho Buck as Kim. Roy Goldman reprising his role as Private Roy Goldman. Joanne Thompson reprising her role as uh, Nurse Joanne. Abigail Nelson as Nurse. With uncredited appearances by Jennifer Davis, Gwen Farrell, and Sherry Saba. Production code was 1G03. Writer was Karen Hall. Director, Alan Alda.
1: Really?
0: Apparently. I saw that on the title screen, too, when we were watching. Original air date, November 30, 1981. So, next we have part one of the Snap, snap Snappier Judgment deal. So, basically, uh, the mail is there. The captains, uh, Mulcahy and Potter... Are playing horseshoes clinger brings a package for the chief surgeon it is a Polaroid camera uh, an ex- a super expensive Polaroid camera uh, for the captains who worked on this guy's son so you know the fact that you can print off just pictures and get them right away was a huge thing then and I mean now it's a little bit less of a thing when you can print pictures whenever you want, but uh, super big thing. And so it was... Uh, I don't know why they didn't protect it more, but the, this underlying subplot was that there was a lot of stealing going on in the area. Uh, medication was being stolen. Uh, penicillin.
1: Steak, yeah.
0: Penicillin. Steak was being stolen out of the ice icebox. Uh, we had... The Polaroid was stolen, and then... The captains are trying to track it down through CID and um, It's a week after It was originally stolen cleaner says he sent in the paperwork. He shows them the file. He still has all three copies of The paperwork so he clearly didn't send them out, which is the beginning of the issues involving this camera he goes to Rosie asks her for help she points him at a black a floating black market called Little Chicago he goes there finds the watch that he lost last year and he knows it's his because it's it says on the back Maxwell Q Klinger
1: it's a lady's quartz.
0: <laughs> yeah um, then at another vendor he finds the camera he uh, the the guy is trying to sell it to him for 90 bucks he says I've only got 50 and eventually the guy comes down to 60 and Klinger says, sold. Hey, he's a good haggler, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, he's driving back, and he gets stopped at an MP checkpoint, and um, they see the Polaroid, they check the serial number, it matches the report that Klinger finally sent in. I don't know why you would at that point. And they take him in, because... He's in possession of a stolen camera, even though he's explaining to them, "Look, this Polaroid was stolen." They're holding the clipboard. It says here, "This is stolen." <laughs> yeah, it belonged to Captain Pierce and Honeycutt. Says
1: here on the paper, "It's by Captain Pierce and Honeycutt."
0: Yeah, I know. I I submitted that report. I'm Corporal Maxwell Q. Klinger.
1: It says here that the report was filed by Maxwell Q. Klinger. <laughs> He's just yeah. like, yes, that's what I'm telling you.
0: Yeah, and he even starts out by saying, look, the camera is stolen. I'm returning it. And it just, yeah, they arrest him. Uh, they end up sending a special investigator to the seventh.
1: What does CID stand for? Do you know?
0: No. Um, okay. It's been used other times, like around Colonel Flagg, yeah. I'm guessing like Central Intelligence Division, Division or something, something like yeah. that. I'm
1: sure it's something intelligence or...
0: <laughs> but um, the investigator is almost on his way out, and then he's in Rosie's with the Colonel and the captains, and then Rosie comes over and mucks it up and <laughs> says, you tell Klinger that CID is hot on the case. And that he needs to lie low and not go near little Chicago anymore. And so then uh, the last scene that we see in this episode is Colonel Potter having a serious talk with Klinger saying, now look son, if this goes the wrong way, you could end up with six months. And Klinger is like, oh it can't be that bad, at least I'm away from the shelling. Potter says, no, son, six months of hard labor, and then a dishonorable discharge. You
1: lose all your benefits.
0: Everything. It's all gone. And then that's how it ends, and we'll see how that resolves next episode. But, and you um,
1: might ask, why would he go to Rosie, you know, to ask that, but he just oh. wanted the camera back because oh. remember that he missed filed the the paperwork and so
0: and now if i may inter- he's feeling
1: guilty yeah
0: if i may interject the captain's laid on thick on him again yes. and un- unrightfully so because they always do that
1: they blame Klinger. you know klinger has got a lot of responsibility mm-hmm. and mostly i think is doing a wonderful job yeah you know he's, he's an excellent he's scrounger, and, scrounger and, yeah. and gets what they need and i mean he went with just think of this stuff you know we went with Mm -hmm. father mulcahy to get the stuff under the bell and you -hmm. know takes a lot of chances with his life Mm -hmm. when
0: when he's trying to do his best to avoid being killed he still puts himself in the way of harm when it's for the greater good
1: right and this was he forgot to mail it it was a a, a mistake we all make mistakes Mm But they never look at it as we all make mistakes because they make mistakes, but no one comes down hard on them. Mm -hmm. But boy, yeah, I thought they were unusually hard on him. I
0: agree. So that's unfortunate. But But I think because of that, yeah, he he decides, no, I'm just going to do it. And that ended up getting him in more trouble than he would have been otherwise. I mean, he loves to gamble,
1: so fifty dollars to him is a lot. Well, fifty dollars to anyone is a lot of money.
0: Yeah. That well, time. even well, even now, fifty bucks is um, a fair amount of money. Right. I mean, to a you know, right.
1: And this was 52. on a day-to-day
0: basis. Yeah. So um, but it's just. I feel bad for him, and I don't remember how they get him out of this. I honestly don't. I'm sure I will once I see the, the right. splash screen for yeah, the Yeah, as next soon as
1: you see it, that's when you use it.
0: I'll know. But, yeah, I you can't help but feel bad for Klinger because of how this is turning out, I think. Yeah. Um,
1: you know, like you said, we know that he makes it to the end, so he gets out of this. Yeah. But, yeah, it's what you have to go through, and it just makes you think, you know... How many times are people put in jail under wrong? Yeah,
0: um, yeah. When, when when things are just misunderstood, Stood, and yes. then it gets worse. And you know, I get um like both both of your kids, Laura and Ben, were watching with us today. Hello, <sighs> and um, Ben was saying, you know, that certainly that wouldn't stand up. And I, I honestly I'm sorry. think it would
1: because I do. I I see that so much. Yeah. Like. You mm-hmm. get falsely accused of things.
0: And what what does the concrete evidence show right now for Klinger?
1: It's not good. He went to Rosie. He misfiled the paperwork. He
0: was caught with the camera looking for Little Chicago, supposedly, and which the MPs couldn't find.
1: He's not in surgery when other people are in surgery, so yeah. who better to have the opportunity to steal it,
0: mm-hmm. if
1: you think back even farther. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh,
0: yeah. There, it, it, he's he's the best one to do it. And I, I think they arranged something similar to Catch Who's Actually. I
1: think so, too. But That's um, what I was thinking. Yeah. I, and we had this situation one time earlier when they colored the um money, and uh, they said that his hands... Oh, yeah. yeah. With,
0: Ho, was with Ho-Jun? And, yes, yeah.
1: yes. And that's what I thought this episode was, mm-hmm. and then I realized, yep, oh, we had that one already. No, that's like season <laughs> and, one or two. Yeah. So, I mean, they have had people going through and stealing. I like what Father says that, um, what, did he, what did he say here? Um,
0: at what point?
1: Right at the beginning when he said, you know, the cry, the, the commandment of thou shalt not steal is not, that, not so bad when you think that thou shalt not kill is being broken daily, regularly.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it was the the stealing was getting really bad.
1: Yeah, which I'm then,
0: sure part of that is the fact that if this is the time in the war that we that I think it is, everything's pretty stationary.
1: Right, the, and you're not moving around as much, which and, makes
0: it easier to target.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: People are getting a little complacent. Yeah, and
1: and they're thinking maybe the end is near, so they mm-hmm. got to get out of it what they can while yeah. they still can.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah, I. I do think that's a very important point that Mulcahy is making.
1: I was a little shocked that one of the dealers at Little Chicago was the guy that made the bust of. Well um,
0: oh, no, of, it doesn't. That. They just all look alike. Don't oh
1: you? no, not that one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: don't you realize they just all look alike? Come on, you're all, you're a white skin. You should realize this. They all look alike to us. Okay. No, they but... they do that quite often, and that's um. Let's see if I can quickly pull up which which actor that was. Oh, my internet's down. That's great. Um, That's my house. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, the, if the door is open, oh, I wow. get internet. If the door is closed, I don't get internet. I don't get it. But so, um, okay. it's it's uh, yeah. Now I lost the page. Want me to go, <laughs> me to go open the door? Well, <laughs> <laughs> let's see if I can grab. One of the other Wi-Fi networks we're using through the tour, but yeah, they definitely reused him. Uh, there was another episode.
1: Just recently, he was on. Yeah. Where he was selling oh. um, something on his wagon.
0: The he he's played um, a uh, one of the guys when Winchester does the money swap. He was in yes. the village there. Yep. He was one of the Kims when they were having their Kim Lucky Day. Okay. Can you identify yourself?
1: I this is me. This is me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can't.
0: How can I doubt you there? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah, me. Richard Lee Sung. That's who it is. Richard Lee Hope Tunisia Sung third better known as Richard Lee Sung, appeared in various roles in 11 episodes of MASH in seasons oh. 2 through 10. First appearing as one of several Koreans, all named Kim Luck,
1: seeking <laughs> medical me. attention.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Season 2 episode, Officer of the Day. Yep. Um, And then, did he die yet? I'm kind of hoping not. Season 2, Officer of the Day. Season 4, Dear Mildred. Season 4, Some 38th Parallel. Season 5, Bug Out. Season 6, Change Day. That's the mm-hmm. Winchester one I mentioned. Season... Uh Man six Mash Olympics Season six Smell of Music Season seven All Night at Rosie's Season eight Goodbye Radar Part One Uh Ten Snap Judgment and one more in Season Ten That Darn Kid So yeah, he's uh he's played quite a few roles. And he has in... a
1: distinct look. So oh it's, yeah. You know, no, Chris it's... was definitely joking. Yeah, later. Oh no, you
0: <laughs> Yeah, he no. <laughs> that's him
1: <laughs> this is me
0: see exactly <laughs> um, yeah it, I, I get why they reuse people but just like um Mako he plays a Chinese guy one time and then like an, a South Korean another army time. surgeon another time it's like we know
1: <laughs> it's the same person I
0: can tell. Even in but an age before internet, actors. I'm pretty sure that I would have been able to tell. They're typecast. <laughs> so. Okay,
1: so anyway, this is, like we said, it's part one of part two. One. Yeah, so. so
0: as far as we know, at the end of this episode, is going to this stockade for the rest of his natural six months. Bum, bum, bum. And never <laughs> okay. getting out. out. Yeah, that, <laughs> you know that won't happen. Uh, anything else? No, I okay. don't.
1: I'm, I'm curious to see what happens yeah. next week.
0: Guest starring uh, Peter Jurassic, Jurassic? Jurassic? I'm not sure how to say that. As Captain Triplett, the CID investigator. Richard Winterstein as MP1. Mickey Jones as MP2. I actually work with a guy whose name is Winterstein.
1: Oh, really? Yeah.
0: He's a mainframe programmer. Jeff Maxwell as Igor Straminsky. Uh... George Chung as Peddler 1. Richard Lee Sung as Peddler 2. Monty Bain as the Crooked MP. There was a Crooked MP. Okay. And Eileen Saki as Rosie. I think that Crooked MP is actually going to come into play in Snap here, I think mean? so, too. Yeah. All right. Uh, where am I at? Production G- code 1G04. Writer was Paul Perlov. Director, hi, Averback. I don't remember hearing either of those No, before. I don't either. Original air date, December 7th, 1981. We are getting Ooh, closer. Ooh, December
1: and- 7th, so it's Pearl Harbor Day. Oh, yeah.
0: 1981, we are getting closer to when I was almost going to be born in a couple of years. <laughs> that is my one regret with this series, is that it was never on during the original <laughs> run when i was alive
1: i watched the all originals i was one of those that had to run home there weren't vcrs back then there were not tvrs back then you had to actually watch tv when it was on or you missed it
0: god that sounds horrible it was awful
1: (laughs) you had to run home to watch tv nobody went anywhere
0: that sounds terrible how did you have a life
1: (laughs) you stayed home
0: so anyway, um thank you for tuning in. If you want to catch up on any of our back episodes, you can head over to our website narclaninc.com. That's dot com Go to the podcast link, go to the Whiskey and Mash page. There on the page are all the MP3s of our back episodes. You can download them or stream them from the website. You can also find back episodes of ours on iTunes or your favorite podcast application or Stitcher Radio by searching for Whiskey and Mash on the Narclan Inc Whiskey and Mash Page on our website you can also find links over to our Facebook page where we post every time we put up a new episode so that you know that it's up there live it includes a link that you can follow back to our page to stream or download the mp3 version of that episode although uh, otherwise you can also uh, click on the Facebook link to get over to Facebook and leave us a comment a message um, direct message us let us know that you're out there that that we have an audience and and a lot of you do uh, like like our posts, I appreciate that. A couple of you have uh, mailed us out there on Facebook. Thank you very much. Uh, if you feel that this podcast is worth supporting, we don't, we're not asking for monetary donations. What we are asking for is for you to help us grow our listener base. Share this podcast with a friend, a family member, a coworker tie them down to a chair and force them to I'm kidding. Don't do that. That's illegal. No, Unless do it's it. not. Do I it. do it. If it's not illegal in your state, I'm I'm not saying do it. But I'm also not saying don't. At this <laughs> don't. Don't do it. I'm not giving you permission. That'd be bad. Do it. <laughs> I'm not telling you. But Seriously, thank you for tuning in to this podcast, for giving us about 35, 36 minutes of your time. We appreciate it, and, and hopefully our ramblings uh, uh, are worthwhile for you to listen to. Let us know. Email us. Go over to Facebook. Let us know.
1: Okay.
0: In the meantime, though, uh, I am Chris. I'm
1: Gloria, and
0: have, have a good. great week. Yeah. This is where the outro goes. Outro mm. goes. Outro goes.
1: Oh, so now we have to wait a whole week to find out what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, it's like it's like it's like it's normal broadcast like, TV. Real?
1: God, this sucks. <laughs>
0: Thank goodness for Netflix. Oh, you
1: don't even have cable
0: they just. Have cable. <laughs> yeah. Who needs anything other than Netflix or Hulu these days, or Amazon Prime? That was a for Jim. G- Jim Gaffigan in his latest special, what, he says, "Okay, some people tell me we don't have cable. I just look at them and go, where do you send your five hundred dollars a month? <laughs> where, <does it> <laughs> where do you send it? I've got a great yeah, see, have a good week, everyone. Bye, bye."